Welcome back to, to our October. Anyways, this is a Vanquisher's Guide. I'm I'm Bradley. I am so scared right now. I'm Randy. Truly terrifying. I'm Bryce. Truly. What's Thank up, guys? You. Well, I'm so excited that it's the month of October. Me too. I, uh, I like. I was things. excited, but now I'm less excited after that. Now I'm now I'm, this month's too scary for me. Oh, oh, I can't handle this well, month. Don't worry, because this this week we're not talking about anything scary at all. We're just oh great, oh sick. We're just, we're just talking about it, and it's gonna be great. Talking about what? What is what are we it? Talking about? Yeah, what are we talking about? Oh, it's you know you know you know what I'm talking about. It's the 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 movie. What movie? You, you just you did it movie? Which which one? You I'm know, confused. We were you know we were talking about it before, and I was I was saying that it was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear. But which what one. is it? <laughs> okay, that's gonna this be joke is hilarious. <laughs> So today we're going to delve into the Stephen King universe, which is very deep and exists. Um, is it is it a universe? I would, like, are they all connected? Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if all of them, but uh, as I, was gonna say, I don't think I don't think all of his movies are connected or yeah, I don't think all of his are, stories are connected, but I think a lot are of connections, them are. though. Um, okay. Especially when we get into like the really deep, like creation, deep of of the worlds, then Ooh. they're even more created. Yeah, which... we got some creation myths in this one. Yes, oh, sir. We we do actually. So, for anyone still unsure, the 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 book series slash movie it, or we're going to be talking more specifically about the creature it, Pennywise. Uh... Just kind of finally we, we, a we name. Still, we, we still, which isn't even actually its name. Uh-huh. But it, we'll we'll get into that. But anyways, Stephen King is like the what's his face Cthulhu guy. Uh, Great is, question. So like H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. Thank you. <laughs> He's like the H.P. Lovecraft of our day. He's uh, it's got a lot of a, stories rumbled around in that brain, man. Seriously. Definitely would be considered a genius when it comes to storytelling. What do y'all know about it? Uh, exclusively what's in the movies. All of them are just like the new ones? So, I've seen the both the new ones and I have seen the original one, I believe, but it was a long time ago, so I like very vaguely remember it. Oh, like the one that came out in the nineties? Uh uh-huh. Oh boy. <laughs> it's a terrible CGI, yeah. Oof. But I mean I I'm pretty much in the same boat, if not even a little bit less so than Randy. Like I've Ooh. really just uh I think I saw the first movie that came out a couple years ago, like the recent one with Bill mm-hmm. Skarsgard, I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. He did an excellent a, job. He did so Pennywise. good. Just very very good but um so that was a great movie really like that one i did not see the second one just really haven't gotten around to it you know i would like to eventually to watch it one day it's there it's the halloween seasons now's a great time to watch them you know what you're so right i'm gonna do it do it do it do it let's pause right now watch both (laughs) of them now and then continue on all right, see you in four hours. There you go. <laughs> uh, just kidding. And it's fine. We're not going to be getting into too much movie detail. It's going to be oh, great. a lot of more about his actual lore. Good. I didn't um, want to know anything anyway. <laughs> well, you're going to know a lot more than you, <laughs> you bargained for then. Um, but yeah, so funny, funny fact about me. So you know how like so many episodes you guys will like reference like a movie or something. Like yeah. growing up and like i wouldn't have seen it because of how strict my upbringing was right sure mm-hmm. tell me how growing up we had a vhs copy of this bro <laughs> that's crazy like, I, I couldn't watch like her like disney hercules but but we had this movie <laughs> that is pretty crazy i was gonna say like could you imagine you're not allowed to watch disney hercules but every freaking saturday evening like all right everybody gather in the, the living room right. we're gonna watch 
it again for the 50th time. So I, I, I do know I did watch this movie at, at least once growing up. I wow. don't remember it very much because okay. of how terrified I was. So like, I, I didn't like how old you were. I might have been like seven. Bro, that is way too. Young I to be I this didn't movie. realize what I was watching. I saw a clown on it, and I was like, "Oh, this looks like a cool, scary movie." So, you know, for instance, a movie that I was really scared of, and I thought was like a horror movie growing up, was uh, Little Vampire. If you remember that movie, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like what okay, a so throwback. Holy, <laughs> what a throwback! If it, no one's seen that movie, it is a great movie. It's not a horror movie, but I was terrified of it. That's so a I was like, sequels, "Oh, yeah. I think so." And uh, so I turned on it thinking it's the same kind of movie. And nope. let me tell you, not the I same have, kind of movie. I have specifically like gotten rid of memories apparently because I <laughs> remember watching the movie, but I don't remember watching the movie if you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. I have the same, <laughs> same experience with The Mummy where I watched oh, that movie right. probably around the same With Brendan Fraser, The Mummy? Uh huh. Oh yeah, hell dude. yeah, man! That movie such a good movie, but man, I watched it probably it's similar age, and the only scene I remember at all was the scene with the the scarab beetles going up oh. into the skin, and I you know blanked what? the entire rest of the movie out because that scene freaked me out so much. That that could be all traumatizing, yeah. Like it was, yeah. <laughs> the rest I... of the movie now watching it totally like kind of cheesy. The CGI is not great. It's just a funny movie. But when I was a kid, was a kid holy crap, that was the worst. Man, so do you, I'm, I'm super curious, like Randy, do you have a fear of bugs? Because that'd be super understandable if you uh, did. No, I wouldn't say a fear of bugs, but for a while, I definitely, and this is probably my mother didn't help with this. I was terrified of like spiders because of like, because of the, uh venomous ones specifically in the area where i grew up uh brown recluses were a thing and my mom showed me pictures of what brown recluses do and i was now convinced every spider was a brown recluse and was terrified (laughs) of my arm just melting off so man yeah i bugs in general but those guys specifically do you know what bugs scared me uh what was it indiana jones the crystal skull the oh, giant yeah, the ones, yeah. oh uh-huh. no no Ooh. no i st- i don't yeah. i still don't think i could watch that this man-eating I, ants i mean for thing. some like i grew up in like uh texas for a part of my life and like fire uh-huh. ants are everywhere down there oh, yeah and so mm-hmm. just super-sized fire ants are just the worst seem like the worst yeah but i don't know like i'm also curious brad do you have a fear of clowns because i would think seeing it I, when you're like yeah. six would probably do that to you I so I don't. They, I would say like clowns are unsettling. Sure. But not like I like I wouldn't be like scared of one like okay if like one okay. like kicked down my door and was like trying to kill me obviously. <laughs> but like sure, watching, but you're not gonna like going punch to, like, a guy punch, walking down yeah, the street. No. Like if okay. I see a circus or like no clowns aren't gonna scare me. Interesting. Dang man, got like a resilient yeah. psyche or something. Seriously, you're both different, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I'm part of the the loser squad or whatever they call themselves uh-huh. the losers sure i feel like if anybody should be like petrified of clowns it should be them right yeah oh, oh yeah God. i think don't they mention that and i mean this might be getting ahead of ourselves a little bit uh but I, I swear i remember one of them mentioning that that like uh one of the kids after going through what they do when they're kids when he grows up has a fear of clowns because of it specifically like he fears all other ones because of the, oh, like that the actor one. or like in no, the, no 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 in the in the books slash whatever movies I thought I remembered them mentioning that that he has like there's a, a, there's a good fear. so because that makes sense like if anyone's gonna have a fear of clowns these guys should yeah well a little bit of um behind the scenes of the movie before Ooh, we oh, actually no. jump in um the actor Bill Skarsgård is uh-huh. a phenomenal actor if you guys didn't know I have no idea <laughs> uh, played pennywise absolutely phenomenally and so he obviously is working with kids right these i mean yeah. they're they're like teenagers or whatever right but yeah like to to him i mean to like us and the, like their children right 
And right. so he's the in their face, like yelling at them and <laughs> making these terrifying faces and stuff during these <laughs> scenes. And he was saying in an interview that he like felt bad. Like he was like, right. I, I bet this is, like, this is not a, like I do, I feel uncomfortable doing this. And then he'll like apologize to the kids and they're like, Oh, dude, it's totally fine. Like you did that <laughs> so well, like that was so convincing. And he's like, man, I was not like this as a kid. Like these kids are so advanced. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's like, I'd be, be terrified. <laughs> Several of those kids have had to go through stranger things. Stranger things. And right. Things like it. And so it's like, yeah, it makes sense. They're used to yeah. dealing with like horror kind of things. Yeah. They yeah. seem Demogorgons. I mean, what's a crazy, yeah. <laughs> crazy clown. Here? What's exactly. a what's a billion year old clown gonna do? A billion, billion years. This guy yeah. is really eating his wheaties. So, yeah. uh, speaking of what I just said, <laughs> to get into it, yeah. what is it or what is Pennywise? What is it? He or she or the being that is it is at least two million old uh, years old, but definitely more likely in the billion years old jeez man i i mean was this guy or whatever it is just roaming around as one of the first living things on earth <laughs> he's um, just vibing on, on earth. earth we're not sure how long he's or it's been on earth but it has been on earth for a while so before i get to that just like other fun names foreshadowing is pennywise the dancing clown robert bob gray the Dairy Disease, what? which Dairy is the city in Maine, and then the Eater of Worlds. So, Robert Bob Gray. In the books, he does go by that some uh, occasionally. And it's kind of an interesting reference towards potentially someone that was named Robert Gray, who, or it was someone that used the Robert Gray as an alias and who was a cannibal that ate kids. In real life? In real life. Oh, uh, so okay. I don't want to say a nod to that person because that person was a horrible human being. Yeah, but like right. a, he does not deserve a nod, but it's but it's like a reference, right? It's a reference, uh, yeah. I mean, but that's it was just cool, but like incredibly a, like terrifying. what Pennywise used as as his alias, I suppose. Interesting. So uh, now to answer your question, Bryce. Um, obviously, we know that he lived in the sewers in Derry, Maine, and the newer movies we we know that he lived in the Well House. But even before that, before even the Earth was created, before our universe was created, he's actually originally from the Macroverse. Uh, the Macroverse? Uh, um, I'll that's it. where I bought all of my Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the heck is the Macroverse? I actually, I actually prefer the Metaverse. Is that the... Oh, yeah, Metaverse? well, oh. I mean, teach their own. If you want to go Metaverse, I suppose. I mean, I think you're the only person that prefers that, but <laughs> good for you. Is that even a thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, Metaverse. I mean, Metaverse. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to become a full-on thing, but it's trying. Okay. Ooh, it's trying. So, <laughs> so going into the macro-verse, not micro, macro-verse, <laughs> um i'm from the microverse mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways um th- it is in it just it's another universe not our own right so in that universe there are different creatures the creature that it is is a shape-shifting creature known as a glamour um who is mm. like I said, these things have existed for millions if not billions of years and glamours like i, I mentioned are shapeshifters that are what are known as fear eaters. So if you Delicious. have seen a movie of like it or whatever, you know that he feeds off of fear and then the fear apparently makes the meat of the person taste better. Yeah. If I didn't know any better, I'd say this is like a creature from like a high fantasy setting or something. Oh, it does sound like that. Yeah. yeah. The fear eaters, you know, from the, <laughs> the glamour species <laughs> from the macro verse. Yeah. It does kind of sound like Warhammer esque ish. Well, I'm yeah. also curious. Like, glamours are a tribe of fear eaters. I wonder if there's like other tribes of like happy eaters. And, yeah, right. Like, like, like depression eaters. Like, that's me. None of them are good, but they're all like like different varieties of bad. Like, 
Well, this yeah. guy still eats you, but at least he makes you happy before he right? eats you. It's like, all right. Yeah. Like, I think the only one I might be able to get behind is like an old age eater. It's <laughs> just like, oh yeah, this guy just eats you when you're like really freaking old. Like the older he can get you, the better. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> he just really like, like he's trying to like, solve all like world yeah. problems like all diseases yeah. to get people to live as long as possible it's like yo this guy's he, pretty cool what a great he peddles, like antibiotics and stuff uh, <laughs> i don't That's know amazing. man i think my vote might be for the death eaters hey, yeah. I, i've go. heard they're pretty good yeah <laughs> when they eat dead sure. people like, <laughs> yeah gross. why not you know i mean they're the like best out of any of the tribes of the glamorous right they just wait for that, people that to would die make sense and just eat them that was just a side tangent. No, old eaters is real. Older <laughs> old eaters is canon. So to go more into the macroverse, so it lived on planet Earth right for many years, but he or it um, originated yeah. in a void dimension outside of the regions of space known as the ma- macroverse. So basically, in a nutshell, there is our universe, which is called the the main verse or something we're the we're the boring verse that makes sense oh yeah mainstream universe what well, sucks specifically so because kind like, of a garbage name the people that Sorry. tell the stories and like are the ones that exist in the universe so they want to call themselves like the main one because it, yeah it, so this this whole universe or this whole story and everything exists in a multiverse so there's the macroverse right. which encompasses all of the verses and then our specific verse i was gonna say that definitely the the main verse definitely sounds like it was named by somebody who lived in that ver- oh like that universe i mean, I mean there's the no way somebody in the the macro verse is naming somebody else's universe the main verse that's no, absolutely not, not happening um so the macro verse is described as being the home for a being named uh Mat- matrin Mm-hmm. maybe the name um and if you know uh get into the lore of it which is what we're doing um it is a giant turtle oh, and that will mean a thanks. little bit more in a second all we've got to be a giant turtle um the yeah, giant turtle always. is said to have uh, vomited out the mainstream universe which is our universe well, um, what so universe have... was the g- turtle living in though the that universe. i feel like is uh, but so then I feel like the macroverse is the mainstream universe if he was b- there before again well, well it's I don't relative. think he, I don't think yeah I don't think so he would or I don't think the turtle would call our universe the mainstream universe yeah I'm just saying like it's only called confused. the mainstream universe because the people that are naming it are in sure. that universe oh man um the macro universe is also most likely the resting place for Madrin, which he is resting and where he vomited you know that's interesting but uh-huh. um, it, or Pennywise, has even been quoted as saying that he's choked on a couple, or on a universe or two, which I infer to, like, he's created other mm-hmm. universes, but I'm not sure. This isn't the first he's universe gonna... he's, like, puked out. Yeah. Yeah. We could be, like, the Vomit verse Mark Three, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I like that name better. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it better than mainstream. Like, what... A... I agree with that. More better than mainstream. Not great. Um, and then once we get to the macroverse, we're unsure exactly who created it, but we would probably give it to uh, a being called Gon, G-A-N, or otherwise known as the Other, oftentimes. Okay. And he himself is the creator of the entire multiverse, so it makes sense why like he he came from a different verse, which is probably the macroverse. And he's supposed to supposedly the embodiment of the Dark Tower, which again gets even deeper into this lore, which is just incredibly deep in the first place. Um, Yeah, Dark Tower is basically the what's holding up the multiverse. That's gotcha. So it's like the pillar of reality. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So the Dark Tower is the original main verse, if you will. No, it's I mean, the, it's not, yeah, it's not actually a, a verse in and of itself. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it is the original. But if like, that everything else is being held up on it. Yeah. yeah. So back to the turtle. 
um, uh-huh. Matron is the overarching protagonist of the entire series. It basically would not have seen that at all. Um, the giant would yeah. But it's pretty cool that even in the movies, they kind of give homage to the Dude. turtle. Where um, in the 2017 or 19 version, there was like they just like before they did something that helped them win, they had like a Lego turtle or something. Then did they? When in the 90s, there was like a turtle in the backpack or something. Anyways, they did pay homage to this. Um, huh. But pretty cool. it's only going to be really in the books. That is cool. That it's going to be even mentioned or anything. Just like I mentioned. Um, it has quoted or said been quoted to say that he's choked on the universe or two. So like that is this all does exist in the book, but it's, they just don't have time to get into it in the movies because there's not enough time. So uh, Madrin is the turtle and he is a 12, one of the 12 guardians of the beams that hold up the dark tower. So there's six beams and each beam is held by two of these guardians. Oh my gosh. Um and so Matron uh guards one end of the beam of a one of the six beams, the other is held by someone named uh Shardik. So the beam is uh one of six metaphysical girders that support the dark tower, which like I said, is at the center of existence. The six beams cross like spokes of a wheel and are uh guarded at the ends by the tw- 12 guardians so of that there's the the hare or a rabbit right the bear right horse dog elephant eagle rat wolf turtle fish bat and lion jeez man wow this is uh yeah this is getting super like in-depth and complex yeah so i assume all of these were created by gone the creator of the multiverse right these were created to defend his creation which is the dark tower Gotcha. So, do you think these like uh, guardians were purposely created, or were they maybe just like appeared out of the other kind of existence? Mm. You know, like how yeah. influential and apparent is gone in this universe? Do you think? Like, is he out there doing stuff, or is he kind of like he... an asleep god? No, he's or... not an asleep god, but he definitely wouldn't be considered like chaotic good or chaos i guess dnd term sorry he wouldn't be considered like good or evil he does some evil things right. he does some good things because i i want to say he did create them though because i think it's said that he also created it weird okay. I see. um and then also the turtle in one of the novels refers to it as his brother huh. so sorry this might be a tangent going back a second but i was just really curious if we knew uh do we know what animal uh the guardian on the other side of the pillar of the turtle was uh what was his name shardik do we know what animal shardik was um does it ever say yes i would have to okay but so like it it is like a specified thing okay it it is there's a whole like like uh diagram that shows everything oh wow so they're like all specified and so, so, like I said, he's his brother. So now, before I go into potentially how he could be his brother and everything, um, if we remember in whatever you've seen or read, you've uh, you've seen him kind of uh, it turn into like a spider person thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So that's how it is. I'll talk about it later, but basically how it personifies itself in its truest form on Earth. Oh, is, so that's yeah, like is it's, a sorry. That is a speculation. That is not fact. That is a speculation. So that's what I people think is its like most natural yes. form without gotcha. attempting to shape shift into anything else. So also, I I did find out some information on Shardik. Yeah. So just briefly, uh, looks like Shardik is uh, a cyborg bear. That stands over forty feet tall and has a contraption affixed to its head resembling a satellite dish. What? There you go. That's it's, awesome. Uh, it's just as crazy as a space turtle that vomits out universes. Does not disappoint. <laughs> no, I love it. Okay, so of all these like weird animals, right? And then thinking that it could be related to them, how could that be? Right. So it it could be 
a what's known as a tweener of six greater demon elementals and we're not going to get into that that's a whole nother thing i'm trying to keep it as base as possible but basically he would be oh of as far as we've already gone so if you think of like the relationship between like angels and demons Mm -hmm. right they would be related on like a spectral level as would i would say these creature the 12 guardians are like the angels and then there's like a whole like slew of demons and so there are six greater demons and i want to say it's speculative that it is either among those six or a lesser demon gotcha and the reason being is we know that their form is of a spider right or at least has been and so that would kind of put it into a category of there's just a bunch of space animals going around. Yeah, so like it's it's like it is kind of following in the theme of being a animal kind of creature thing. So it makes sense for him to be one of these mm-hmm. demon kind of creatures related to the all the guardians, but obviously he's not actually a guardian, so he might be like the yeah. And the reason of them. why yeah. I think he would be one of the six greater demons is it's said that its power is on par with the turtle even that of the mm. turtle which the turtle is one of 12 so if he's one of six that makes more sense than him just being like a lesser demon yeah, um, that or the demons are just so much more powerful than these puny that, guardians. that also could be true but if the guardians are meant to hold up and protect the entire existence of reality right like they, they've got to be pretty strong yeah i would hope so um and then it's possible that there are other creatures of the same species as it due to the fact that it has revealed to have been pregnant in the past. Oh, that's right. Cool. Good for it. Good for it. And then just a tad bit more on Gon. Gon is also known as a god or as like I mentioned before, the other. It is uh, the creative overforce of cosmology of pretty much all of Stephen King's universes. Huh. Um. So maybe in, with the whole like being a multiverse, then technically, yeah, all of his stuff could technically all be together, just in different verses. Right. Um. So other than it being like two billion or multi-billion years old or million or whatever I said, um, it's still unclear what its identity truly is. Um. Due to its shape-shifting ability <laughs> and being from another universe, it's kind of you know kind of an oddity Um, yeah and so we don't know his real name but the uh potentially the real name of his species is called a deadlight what a cool name man Mm -hmm. and but very few people know this and i think it's the 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 loser squad or whatever they call themselves that are the ones that figure that information out um basically what that is is the deadlights were uh rather writhing radiant orange lights that were a mysterious but very deadly and terrifying eldritch form of energy and they originated in the uh, macroverse um and they're also sometimes known as the tudash darkness yo that's a cool name as well they're 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 part of the macroverse sorry not them the so where they're from so the dead whites are like a form of energy, but they're also take like the well, if form you, of these. Yeah, because if you remember in one of the movies, was it the first one, 2017 version, that he turned into the beaming light, or was that the second one? If, I if you remember, I cannot remember did, the... It, okay, but he did turn into a ball of light, um, and so that might be his like... I know he does in the original, for sure. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. I don't I'm remember not... him turning into a ball of light in the new movies. So maybe that is his true form. Is he's just like pure energy that decides to manifest as like a weird spider thing. Right. That's the theory that I had heard beforehand. Like, or I don't remember when, but once upon a time, I remember hearing that the theory was his real form was just this like energy ball. And he just takes on a form to be able to not be killed immediately or like taken into a lab. And he was just trying to regain strength until he could do whatever it is she does make a lot of sense for some information i have later so maybe maybe it's that um but anyways there's a reoccurring plot 
element in Stephen King's works, including The Dark Tower and It. Um, it is well known that um, just a mere glance into a, into the bright lights could instantly cause death or um, permanent insanity. Uh, eldritch. Very, yeah. yeah, very Eldritch. So pretty, uh, pretty terrifying. And it's just funny to like, we're going down this about talking about like gods and creating universes and stuff. And like a bunch of like eight year olds killed him. Yeah, yeah right. That's the crazy that's so part, true. Is that like just a bunch of like puny humans are like actually going toe to toe with this crazy, like primordial pure energy being. It's well, absolute insanity. All right. Here's a here's an interesting different look at it. Maybe maybe humans, other than these deific beings, maybe humans are the most powerful beings in the universe. Like, not because we can like build well, stuff but like maybe we are ju- no, no no i'm saying it's like maybe this is why we could be able to take on uh, a creature like this but like out. maybe humans are like the the best case scenario the best thing out there other than these deific beings so like if anything theoretically could match him in like going toe-to-toe it would be us because every other like species out there is like not necessarily weaker but just like there's something about humans that just makes us have an, an edge i don't know um, I already have such Possible. low faith in humanity. If you're putting, oh, I agree. Like, There's no way that this is tier. real. But so the only th- the, what I'm thinking back to, um, thanks to Bryce's episode on gorgons, oh, um, I think mortality gives people an edge versus an an eternal. Don't say that. I hate mortality because everything is in the moment, right? And even though you haven't lived for ages, I mean, look at like Lord of the Rings and stuff. You have like tons of races and people that haven't been around as long as like the elves, but they're, you know, doing doing just as good Fair. In, in some ways. Right. So like mortality gives could give an edge because every second of your life you're fighting to survive pretty much. Or right. I mean, not you don't grow complacent. Baby, like, but like, yes. it's, yeah. To yeah. where an an, an you know an all-knowing being does yeah it could maybe we're just like more innovative than a lot of other more ancient beings or immortal beings possibly maybe i don't know (laughs) i I have no (laughs) idea i uh i am just a mortal that is not uh not not very smart so well you're immortal oof cringe i'm not right it's embarrassing i've evolved elevated myself um, all right, so the form of a female spider um, seems to be yeah. its true physical form on Earth, um, or at least the closest things the human mind can comprehend. Um, because a giant ball of Eldritch light is kind of hard to comprehend. I don't know what yeah. I'd be looking at, right? It's no. also kind of hard to animate, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, living deep below the fictional town of Derry, Maine, it can morph into any... Um, other human animal, non-human animal, or object, including a combination thereof. Right, the spider did not just look like a normal spider. It was disgusting. Right, yeah. So this ability is useful for a few reasons. Um, one could be appearing as the target's loved ones or friends to manipulate them or and to lure them into a trap. Uh, second would be to appearing as the target's worst physiological fear. Um, however, its favorite and most common form of is that of a circus performer named Pennywise the Dancing Clown. As Mm -hmm. most small children generally like clowns, um, maybe less nowadays, but... I was going to say used to, maybe. Um, It seems that people in Derry happily accept the presence of a stray circus performer. At the same time, many people are also afraid of clowns, making them easier, an easier target to, you know, exploit and cause fear. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a double-edged sword that he has, you know, is that... oh. Exactly. You can get some people to maybe trust him a bit easier while at the same time seeing if somebody has an innate fear of clowns and then that's just like easy and like especially yeah. delicious prey for him or it. Um, yeah, no, exactly. And I don't know if I should just skip to it or not, but we will talk about that a little bit more in his weaknesses. Oh. Um, and then just kind of like the final thing about just kind of like who is it? Um, its primary goal is to feed on humans, generally, generally preferring children over adults since they were easier to scare and manipulate. According to uh, the creature, frightened flesh tastes better and uses fear to salt the meat, mm-hmm. which is very gross. 
in Very. three minutes. Uh, man. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to just briefly go over some history. But if you do want to look at a whole timeline, timelines exist. Um, where it goes every single encounter with it, every single, all like every 27 years or whatever, the appearance of it, what caused it to leave its hibernation and stuff. So feel free to go look that up. It's very interesting. Um, it's cool how it kind of ties together. But this is just the the abbreviated version. Nice. So it arrived on Earth in a massive cataclysmic event similar to that of an asteroid impact, landing in a location in North America that would eventually become Derry, Maine. And it kind of just stayed there. Uh, once people started settling over this location, it adopted its usual pattern of 25 to 27 year hibernation, would wake up and then kill and eat for about a year. Um, mm. Each awakening and return to hibernation is sometimes marked by a violent and tragic act, such as mass murder, suicide, or a massive weather event. Um, in the periods between, a series of child murders occurring in Derry are never taken too seriously or ever really solved. It's outwardly explained that the series of murders, no matter how gruesome, don't get reported, um, even if they happen, or because they, or because they happen in a small town. Um, however, the real reason is the influence of and um, of it, and it kind of its presence kind of prevents anyone from investigating too deeply. We'll get into his powers later on, but he does have like psionic and like telepathic abilities to could be like lessening emotions and just kind of deterring people from caring too much about what's happening. Oh, I thought it might have been like some Jedi mind tricks in which he's like, <laughs> you don't I worry about these children. <laughs> I mean, it, it, in a very, in, in a way that is kind of how he, how he does it, but he just does Ooh. it on a mass scale. Um, so really that's kind of all I'm going to talk about the actual history. Again, go look at it, but that's kind of the repetition that happens up until the, the books slash movies take place when a little bit more happens. So if we talk about kind of his behavior and how he acts, um, we get to, to, I feel like we get a little bit more into who they are as a person. I think psychology is one of the coolest topics, um, even though I'm no psychologist, but we can learn a lot from people based on their actions, right? So let's talk about his actions. It is a predator of humans. Like I mentioned, he prefers children to adults. Most importantly, it desires to consume those that he has made to terrify himself um, or itself. The creature implies that it enhances the flavor. Um, and basically, from what we can tell, its only goals are to eat and sleep while, you know, all these other like primordial eternal beings seem to be doing a bigger purpose. It just kind of seems satisfied with eating and sleeping. Um. It will hunt and kill for about a year before entering its hibernation of like 27 years. Um, mm. And then, like I said, it manipulates the awareness and attention of people in dairy, both to mask its activities and to isolate its victims. Right. So that means every 27 years when these murders and chaos and stuff ensue, it seems to trace back to him because he's able to manipulate it to where it seems like these are separate ca cases and there's no connection. Man, that's like so insane to me. Right. Like, like I totally get it. He's just got like kind of powers that kind of transcend like our comprehension of things, but at the same time it's just like there are mass murders going on like every couple of like decades, right? And everybody's just like, eh, it happens. <laughs> Such is life. Yeah, people just die. I mean oh, oh that, well. That's just living in dairy. Just mm -hmm. living in Maine. Wouldn't um. trade it for the world. <laughs> Oh, looks like my child's being born on the 25th, so hopefully in two years uh, he doesn't get murdered. <laughs> yep. But yeah, so it manipulates its prey and the town through both mundane and psychic means. In the most grand sense, it uses its power to maintain the prosperity of dairy despite its gruesome murders and that regularly occur there, thus securing its food, food line or food supply, right? So it kind of is like forcing everyone to forget about this, so they go about their perfect little lives and so that when he's ready to attack that he can truly scare them because they had nothing to fear before because if you get a town into like perpetual fear 
it kind of takes the fun out of it for him i feel like so yeah like people grow like numb to it or whatever Mm -hmm. i wonder but man he's really got some like godlike powers and that he's able to make the town prosperous and at the same time like forget Mm -hmm. like all this nonsense going on right but i just feel like he's like has all these powers maybe i'm just like evil at heart but i'm like man he could be doing so much more (laughs) is that bad i mean maybe since he's like an immortal being has existed for billions of years he's kind of got like done all of that and so you know he's like pretty satisfied with just the simple kind of gig that he has like mm-hmm. while while all the other demons are fighting the guardians maybe he's just uh kind of laying low just kind of doing a subsistence style living so really he's the best of all demons because if the demons are fighting the guardians trying to destroy existence at least he's not trying to destroy existence he's just killing a few thousand people He's just yeah, a, a realistic demon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he knows fighting the guardians does nothing, so he's he's just trying to do what he can. Um, but how does he do this? Let's see. He manipulates his prey by par- promising what they want, but also able to determine their psychological fears and utilize them to provoke or cow out these feelings. Mm. And um, in the guise of Pennywise, specifically is his favorite lure, um, it can be very disarming. Um, he can be very charming and he can just seem like this nice guy that kids want to be around. But as soon as he does, he lures them into being secluded and then just munches down. So does, does he literally just like straight up eat them? Or is, is there nothing like else kind of special about it? What? Do we know? I don't think so. Other than I, it's not. I don't think it's as much the meat as it is the fear that's sustaining him. I see, but he probably still just like. I'm pretty sure he just eats them. Yeah, I'm sorry to burst your bubble that he does. I don't know. It was like maybe like does like a dementor like thing where he sucks out. He does. He can steal people's souls. I think so. There we go. Now we were Uh, talking. That is something that he can do, on a. Not as not super powerful, but pretty powerful scale. Um, yeah. So it has some also psychic influence enough to keep an entire town um, very submissive, and he also has the power of uh, hallucinations, which can be so realistic that it's hard to discern from reality. Yeah. Um, which is just a technique that he could use to keep the town in its submissive state. You know, theoretically, everybody in town could just be living a vision or a simulation that he's putting on and nobody's actually doing anything. Could just He just could make the entire town live this horrifying dream mm-hmm. all at once. This is just Pennywise's The Matrix? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, so much so to where he does have a limited ability to con- literally control the actions of others. Um, there you go. Only he only is, I guess, granted that ability when he's already like he has to have that person completely, utterly terrified of him. He can't do it to like a strong-willed person. But if he's already kind of started down the path of insanity, he can kind of control them. Uh, I was gonna say that's like pretty busted, but. I guess that makes more sense. It's a bit less busted. He's got some caveats yeah. around. No, there, there are definitely some limitations. And then speaking of limitations to these actions and stuff that he can do. Um, Please he tell does, me there's some. He, he does gain a lot more in the 2017-2019 adaptation. Yeah, they went for more of a grounded approach with those. Yeah, movies, yeah, right? definitely. He, was, he felt way more grounded. Yeah, for sure. Him turning <laughs> into a giant monster. So grounded. Is I'm... Does he turn into like a, the spider monster in the second movie? I think he uh-huh. does. He does. Yeah. Oh, he does. They still went he with does. that. Have they mentioned much of like the, the turtle or the guardians or not that I remember at all. I think it was but, just uh, like this the small little like nod. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so they so they went and like kind of dabbled their toes in like the deep lore, I suppose. Mm-hmm. They definitely they definitely did some deep lore stuff. I mean we definitely get some of the macro universe things to a degree where we get into like some of what, some of what we're talking about. 
Well, that's cool. They were able to kind of strike a balance between like a, a traditional horror, but also like not forgetting its roots. Hmm. Um. Yeah. And but then they do also nerf him a little bit. Um. As we'll see. So. Um. Most of his powers in these, like I mentioned a little bit before, are directly impacted by the mental state of who he's attacking. Um. And which adds the cool caveat of being vulnerable in his own mental state. So we'll see that when like there's part of the, the movie when he's like trying to scare the kids and they're just completely like, no, we're not t- scared of you. He actually starts shrinking and becomes right. And like loses, it seems to like to be losing his power. And it's a cool thing of like, he gets more powerful based on how fearful people are, but the less fearful, he gets less powerful, which is pretty interesting. And then it is uh, less able to harm or kill someone who is not afraid of him. And then at one point, the the loser club like ambushes him and starts like assaulting, beating him up, and it he gets hurt. And it seems like he uh, almost not quite dies, but you know, is is quite hurt yeah, because it, of that. Like so it does, yeah. So it does seem like it can be hurt even by just like little children. Um, Maybe like an immortal, like demon God, but Hey man, get jumped by a bunch of 12 year olds. And that's kind of how these were portraying it of whatever it took uh, form as would kind of gain its downfalls Uh, as well as abilities. So if you remember, uh, I think it was the first one that he turns into like a guy with leprosy and yeah. the kid starts choking him and he can't do anything about it. And so it seems like whatever he turns into kind of, he has, has to follow the restrictions of whatever he's, I think that was it for, for the, the new, like the newer movies. But I do, I do right. like that. Like, I don't think it was nerfed in a bad way. I think it was nerfed in a more intelligent way. I agree. They were taking him, giving him more than just like a terrifying clown that randomly right. gets killed. Yeah. It makes him seem like both more supernatural, but also kind of more normal at the same time. And that like, he's a creature that can shape shift and is very unbelievably confusing. But at the same time, he still kind of turns into things you sort of recognize. So you can kind of understand what's mm-hmm. going on. And it's both a benefit to him, but also a drawback in that he gets whatever powers that creature or that thing has, but also he gets any weaknesses that that thing has as well. So it like yeah. makes some sense why he's, why he does what he does. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I mean, I think from like a horror standpoint, this is actually like pretty fascinating in that mm-hmm. they had like these two different like paths they could have gone with uh, Pennywise, right? Is that they could have gone with like the immortal like all-powerful eldritch horror and that's definitely a brand of horror that you can go with and it's like pretty terrifying its own right it can get like a bit over people's heads or seem like a bit ridiculous so there is kind of like some risk with that i feel but then you can also go with like the more grounded almost kind of like the i don't know like for whatever reason he feels kind of akin to like a ghost kind of horror to me Mm -hmm. right yeah in which, you know, you can, like, banish the ghost, or you can, like, diminish the power of the ghost, but, like, at the same time, it's still, like, if you mess around with it, it's still gonna screw you up, so. True. Like, oh, I mean, totally. I mean, like, if you look at scary movies, right, and you, if if you take two movies that are done just as well as each other, they're both really well done. One's about, like, a murderer, and one's about a, you know, Cthulhu or something. They can both be very terrifying, and you can be absolutely terrified of both of those things, you know, happening to you. They're obviously two different things, yeah. but they're uh, enacting a very similar response. So I don't, yeah, I think they did a perfectly good job with what they were trying to do. Yeah. Definitely. So now the part that we've all been waiting for, what yes, please. are his powers? Let's, let's I'm confused because honestly, from everything that I've said, you're probably like, man, he has literally every power in the world. Which he can turn into a ball of light. He can do. You're not wrong. <laughs> he does have almost every power in the book. So um, he has what would be called low tier omnipotence. Nice. So, uh, it's kind like of lowercase. It's limited. 
Yeah, it's like limited all-powerfulness, right? So as far as the universe goes, he has an immense amount of power on par with those of the Guardians, um, but obviously less power than Gon, who's the like creator of everything, right? So they're definitely taking omnipotence to a lowercase o because let's say he has the entire universe terrified of him. What what would be stopping him? Nothing, right? Yeah. I mean, he would be able, he'd be unstoppable. But as soon as because there's a factor in his all powerfulness, it's the lowercase o. Right, that makes so sense. Instead of being all powerful, he's just powerful, but with the potential of all powerful. So it's still better. He's than really powerful. powerful. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we've obviously talked about it a little bit, but he does have telepathy. Um, he can detect emotions, memories of an individual, um, and he can just he can form thoughts he can form hallucinations and stuff to that kind of that are already based in people's thoughts and memories and stuff so it, it's mm-hmm. causing more of effect right um obviously though like i mentioned the caveat is their willpower versus his very dnd esque actually they got like yeah. a little dc check yeah um, <laughs> they do like a but... stats check no wonder some nerds beat him. They were already ready for it. <laughs> I told you, humanity has an advantage. I, there it is. D&D, that's humanity's advantage. D&D is the way to succeed. I mean, we learn that from Stranger Things. We learn that uh-huh. from... <laughs> D&D is what makes humans the strongest power in the universe. You got to grind uh, out your uh, your constitution savings yeah, so, yeah. so that nothing can kill you. <laughs> exactly. Um, but he's able to use telepathy to exploit fears implant thoughts into people he can uh, communicate through the mind that we see in the movies um and he is uh has been shown to use memories of victims to lure them into false sense of security which Mm. um which okay super cool he actually changes his eye color to match um to in front of georgie to match his brother and mother's eyes yeah which is absolutely horrific and just awful but like so cool very clever you know what i mean so so interesting so well that's my secret pennywise i never feel secure so you can never get to me (laughs) that's my secret is i don't know anyone's eye color (laughs) so true that too you can't you can't trick me with eye color you can't trick me with a false sense of security i'm always insecure and always confused (laughs) as to whose eyes i'm looking at right I'm the ultimate champion. <laughs> Send me in. Um, yeah, like you can terrify me, but I don't know what yeah. I, I don't. I don't think I'm smart enough to be scared. Uh-huh. Anyway, so another power he has is mind control and possession, which, again, just why? Why not? He's like, because it's so it's so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he can control minds and actions of a person or several people simultaneously. Hence, an entire town in Maine. Um, yep. This is demonstrated by the effects, like I said, in the Dairy Citizens um, to make them indifferent about what they're seeing every single couple years of murder. Um, but every it does single couple. seem to be that his control doesn't exceed beyond Dairy. Um, I he guess he really has ever, a limit, yeah. Yeah. Um, Pretty weak, honestly. And, yeah, I mean. It's freaking get better. It's only a small town. Like, come on. Yeah. Man. If you can control Chicago, then then talk to me. <laughs> um, and then also, like I said, if people have really powerful willpower, powerful mm. willpower, yep, is a word. Um, it wouldn't work on them. And we do see that throughout some of the books and movies that that right. power doesn't really seem to be working on them. All right, and one of the ones that we did talk about as well is the shape shifting. Um, you can transform into any being. Um, Basically and... anything, right? Like any object, person, yeah. creature, whatever he wants. And then in the original movie, whenever he transformed, he turned into like an orange goo first, which is kind of weird. But I guess you have to like, yeah. we got to like factory reset every single time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's also, I think, showing that when he transforms, it exerts energy. And right. So it's got like a, a limited amount of like mana or something. Yeah, maybe when he's relaxing, he's just like a puddle of goo. Yeah, he's just <laughs> sitting at home on the couch, just dripping off of his couch, just just vibing into the cushions. 
uh-huh. And then somebody knocks on his door and he snaps back into clown shape. He's like, ah, <laughs> all right, what's up? Um, and it's also pretty interesting that it has limitations on its appearance depending on people's willpower again. So, for example, um, two of the characters entered a house and one of them saw a terrifying werewolf while the other saw Pennywise realizing and having more willpower, realizing that it was the clown that killed his brother, Georgie. Right. Um, and so, again, that's he's only got as much power as people are going to give him. Well, I'll just I'll give him all the power I can muster, dude. Like, let's go. <laughs> you and me, Pennywise, we'll team up. I will power you up. I'll be your battery. And I'll be so scared all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't kill me, but just feed off of my fear and you will become a god. <laughs> um, and then it's also uh, interesting when he seemed to be hurt that he'd reverted to a giant spider, which, again, I think is showing that his like true earthly form is that giant yeah. spider. His, uh, his c- comfort transformation, yeah. His comfort. Mm, yeah. <laughs> So it's not a ball of goo, it's his spider. I just think it's funny, like, he's got all these things, but he chooses to be a clown. I mean... I'm, I mean, it's a pretty bomb-looking clown, man. It is if a it works, clown. if if mm-hmm. it fits, it ships. It's just yeah, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly, yeah. You just took the words right out of my mouth. It's like, <laughs> why try and iterate? He's been Maybe. alive for a billion years. Like, he's found something that works, and he's just iterating and... Really doubling down on it. Maybe he just really likes the face paint or the red nose or like the little scratchy frill thing that they have on there. Who knows? Um, And then next power is illusions. Um, It seems to have very, uh, almost no limit to what he can create as far as illusions go. Um, Usually, obviously, he uses it to instill fear. um, But it's said that these illusions can be so realistic that it's hard to to differentiate reality and these illusions um, or hallucinations or whatever. Um, And was it this movie? Yeah. Wasn't it the, the original that like someone got home and there was just like blood, like shooting out of the the sink. Yeah. Yeah. The, the girl, I can't believe I watched that when I was like six years old. No, I think that was, it might've also been in the original, but I think it was in the remake as well. It's definitely in the remake, at least. Yeah, is that she went into the bathroom and like? I think it's in the original too. Bunch of blood came out. It was like super unrealistic, but you know whatever. (laughs) But yeah, so pretty pretty gross, but cool power, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And then the next one is invisibility. This one's pretty cool that he's able to like that people are like he's able to control who sees him and who doesn't. So there's plenty of scenes where like he's standing on like the side of the road or something and someone sees him, but no one else does. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's as much invisibility, I guess, as it would be a, like hallucinations and, or just that like, was... controlling people's minds to not see him. But I was literally just about happen. to say that I was like, it's kind of hard to tell in that situation though, which one it is, whether like he's actually there and invisible or whether he's not there and just making people think he's there which one is it but let's say he has he's able to control who he's visible to wouldn't that make him invisible to some so i mean technically true a version of invisibility i don't know no i mean Uh, this also kind of brings the question of like when they're like at least in the movie the remake when they're going through like the photo album and they're seeing like pennywise everywhere I guess he wanted to be seen by the camera, you know? Maybe he's playing the yeah. long con, trying to, like... Or maybe play the he was always in the pictures, but his power and fear over the people just didn't make him not see it. But if you're not afraid, then you're able to see him. Mm, possibly. It's all about willpower. The power of love and friendship conquers all. Yes. The power of the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Um, and then some of his like lesser known or not as fun powers would be like, I mean, these are all pretty cool, but speaking of to the Jedi-ness, he has telekinetics or telekinesis. I can speak English. Um, yeah. Able to move inanimate objects around. Um, just pretty intense. Um, he has psionics, which we did talk about a little bit in steal souls and trap them. 
within like his like light form. Um, I guess we didn't talk about that much, but his light form is able to like control people or whatever, eat their souls. Um, Naturally. He has That's pretty good. Uh, chlorokinesis, plant manipulation. Um, plant manipulation? Why? Well, so what a here, weird well, ability. Well, so <laughs> He's I, poison I, ivy. I, I added this, but I wasn't sure if it was an illusion or not when he uh, has that kid touch the plants that could cause him to die. Mm. Because they actually had an effect. It wasn't specifically right. an illusion, but so I'm not sure if it was an illusion or a mix of an illusion and plant whatever. I don't know. But it, it gets seemed... really confusing what he can do yeah. and what he can't, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. When you have like complete control of like telepathy and like mind control or like illusionist type stuff, it gets kind of confusing, I guess, yeah, what yeah. exactly your power set is. Right. Um, and then another one, weather control. So I don't I mean, obviously in the movies when something dramatic happens or a boss fight's happening or something, it starts to rain and thunder. And in this movie it's like, well, why don't we just give him the power to control weather? So maybe he can control weather. He's gotta set the scene, man. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it could just be an illusion though. <laughs> we have no idea. Um okay, next week he can so there's two that I'm again kind of not sure which is which teleportation and superhuman speed it's either that he can do one the other or both because it seems like he can teleport around dairy but then also someone mentioned in one of the move books i think that he could move as fast or faster than an express train wow, so, i mean was that just a human trying to explain teleportation yeah um but yeah so one of those two superhuman strength obviously because every single supervillain has Got to has un ungodly amounts of strength. The last one is again, just like all of his other powers, is very much a caveat. If people have willpower, um, and vulnerability, he's basically indestructible. If people fear him, if they don't naturally, then he's just like a he's a weird clown. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so those are his powers, and we kind of already talked about most of his weaknesses, just being able to, if people don't fear him. Um, I think uh, one that's pretty interesting, though, of a weakness is that when he's hibernating, um, there's thoughts that he could be vulnerable, but it would just oh. depend on if he actually has to sleep that entire time or if he just has to like kind of recharge. Yeah, I wonder right. if it's also like... If during his feeding period he got like a lot of good eats in, maybe he'll be mm -hmm. stronger during his hibernation. Or if he didn't get a lot, maybe he'd be weaker. I think it, we'd have to see. I, I don't think anyone's ever seen him hibernating, so I don't know right. if it's been revealed yet. But like maybe he doesn't even hibernate in this dimension. Maybe he just ret Ooh. retreats into. Oh my gosh, that would be cool. Yeah. Anyways, I think the the moral of the story is. In October, make sure that you have strong willpower so none of the forces of evil can get you. Yeah. But also that cool killer crowns are cool. Yeah, and if anybody's calling out to you from the storm drain... Uh, yeah, dude. No. Avoid. <laughs> <laughs> if Just anybody no. ever, whether they're supernatural or not, whether they, they could be a totally normal human being or they could be a supernatural monster. Regardless, if anybody tries to talk to you from a sewer gutter, just walk away. Just be like, no, no. Not today, Satan. Uh, I think stranger danger applies uh -huh. very strongly in that circumstance. Especially very. if they use the phrase, everything floats down here. We all float down here, Georgie. <laughs> yep, that's when you just think, my name's not even Georgie. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm out of here. <laughs> it's like, oh, crap. Shoot. <laughs> Freak. Dang it. I took a shot. The Georgie is the most common name in this town, so I just I was hoping maybe you would be. But anyways, we hope you liked this episode. Um... October is just such a fun time and we feel like just these these scary topics are definitely going to be fun so we're going to be doing this throughout October we're looking forward Ooh. to Randy's next week whatever that yeah, could be I'll be so excited yeah. I, I mean I hope right <laughs> <laughs> and also look forward to the end of the month we are going to be doing the same thing we did last year with three super awesome topics whatever we come up with and 
ones that are just kind of a bit shorter so that we can do them all yeah. in yeah. just one special episode. No, 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 we're going to have a three-hour episode. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, here we I... go, here you go. You put the episode on while you're trick-or-treating or like while you're waiting for kids to come to your door, and you just listen to it all night. You got three hours of podcast there for you while, you, while you're handing out candy. Genius. This works perfectly. Or if you're a super fan, you could wait. There you go. uh, Listen to all of our October episodes all at once (laughs) as well. That's only an hour longer than what Randy was suggesting. Yeah, honestly, it's like. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so if you have any friends or you want to get people into uh, this whole Stephen King it universe or micro or macroverse, I'm the microverse, macroverse. Macroverse. Um, let people know, share this. Uh, obviously, you can uh, get all of our updates on Twitter and you can laugh at how sad that I am on TikTok. Our uh, Twitter is at Vanquishers Pod. Yes, our TikTok is Vanquishers Guide, and uh, yes, we well. just really appreciate this. Yes, thank you all. And by this, I mean you listening. It's yeah. uh, it's honestly pretty crazy that like this is our second October of it our is. podcast. It's just kind Can't of even blown by. Yeah, wow, absolutely insane. Well, we will catch y'all next week.